Warning, Rep Your Set may contain explicit content not suitable for kids. All content is intended for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, welcome to another edition of Rep Your Set with the Pistol Whips. As always, I'm Eric Jakeway, followed with the man, the myth. I'm a myth. The legend. <laughs> More a myth than a legend. Pete Kehoe. <laughs> Obviously. William Love. And today, we have Caroline Barlow with us today. Yay! Thanks for coming. Thank you for the invitation. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming. And, um... Everything we were talking about off the mic, now I totally can't think of anything to say. Oh, it, it felt so organic. I don't even know who you are. Who am I? <laughs> I know. You guys were questioning my authenticity to, to Oh, yeah, as a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> as he cracks. It cracks open the bat. I got, bat blue. I got permission. I'll buy you Oh, more. absolutely. That's what it's for. Are you substitute teaching? You got called to school? I don't understand. Yeah, so uh, basically I've been substitute teaching at North Central Academy in Mancelona, and I'm just their mercenary. What they need me to do, I do. And um, I was there every day last week, and who knows about this week, but it looks like it might be another busy one because people are sick and they're going down. But Pete was yeah. just mentioning how he he's happy that I'm uh, molding the youth and you don't know me well enough yet to make that assessment <laughs> That's which exactly is exactly what was said yeah. totally fair <laughs> There's that a lot of beatbox flute involved, I think, in this school. There is. That's my trump card. If I need to solve any problems, I'm like, yo, if you listen to me and we can do this in a professional manner, I'm going to throw on some ridiculous glasses and beatbox flute for you guys. Oh my gosh, they need you. <laughs> See, okay, that's a good thing. I'm sold. All right, Amazing. we're good. I'm I did easy. it. <laughs> well, and it totally diffuses any situation when you get when you get a that guy coming, you know, to. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Pete's phone going off. We won't, we won't hear that in the recording, though, so no, everyone will be God. like, what? Oh, I thought it sounded really good on the mic. It, yeah. <laughs> I was it's like through the headphones yeah. when, it, when that happens. So anyway, back to Will. Uh, you diffuse situations. Yeah, well, what happens flute, right? is, uh, you know, some of these kids, well, a lot of these kids, they're very intense individuals, especially in that particular area, and... Uh, Communicating effectively is like the most important thing to make sure like a classroom environment is peaceful. And the thing is, is me beatboxing on the flute is pretty much the most ridiculous thing all of these kids have ever seen. So it immediately grabs the attention from whatever anyone's doing. And like a suddenly I have control of the classroom again. Wow. Even if it's like the jokes on me for being weird, they love it and it makes me seem cool. So it's whew, the best weapon in education is beatbox flute. And I'll stand by that. And weird sunglasses. <laughs> and weird sunglasses. So how I know Caroline is actually we did some teaching together. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it was actually, now we haven't even t announced who you are, what you're, you know. Why am I even here? Your, your <laughs> well, we said place in her life. name. We, we, we said her name. So you are part of the Bliss Fest organization. Yes. You are uh, a, a salaried employee of Bliss Fest. Not true anymore. Oh, okay. But Anymore. I, I, I am actually an independent contractor now. Oh, that's... Right. I'm for that's, hire. <laughs> that's better. It is better in some ways. Yeah. No. So anyway, uh, Blissfest had uh, gotten a grant from uh, VSA, Very Special Arts, uh, to do music in a special ed class uh, over Ooh. in Gaylord. And okay. they needed 
Uh, Jim and Caroline were kind enough to ask Big Water Creative Arts to kind of partner up with them. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up uh, teaching with Caroline. Uh, and I am actually back at the same classroom this year teaching the class on my own. Unfortunately, because she uh, she's as an independent contractor, uh, so quite busy, quite busy. <laughs> Understand. So, yeah. uh, but that's anyway. That's that's how we met. So it's a, yeah. It's so cool to to be with kids in that in that way. I, I miss it. I I don't know. I feel kind of lame saying I'm too busy to do it because honestly, the stories and the the memories of it are are priceless. That's good stuff. Well, though. And they yeah. want you to come back. They uh, uh, Devin, uh, yeah. the little guy who's blind. You know, who's <laughs> like. You know, once he remembers you, no and way. he asks about you fairly regularly. I think you struck a chord with him. That's awesome! Wow. So uh, we'll have to yeah, talk I about to getting you in as a guest someday, maybe, hopefully. But so, what's your uh, okay? You're independent contractor now, but what was your title when you weren't independent? Yeah, I was uh, the volunteer and outreach manager. Okay. With with Bliss, and now I I did that for several years and just was kind of ready to move on professionally from volunteer management primarily and outreach is part of what you and I did. Right. Um, and I started doing booking uh, with Bliss Fest for year round events like our I farmers think we, markets. We talked a few times, didn't we? Yeah. 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 And street music. Um, I, I booked right. that in oh, River yeah. Springs. So my role now is more focused on programming actually. Cool. Um, it was my idea to bring you guys to the Halloween party. That Thank was you. great. Okay. You're welcome. You. That was fun. That, <laughs> that was, was a good fun time. show. Yeah, yeah. I'm so Thank glad you. I wasn't there. Sorry. Uh, no, it's cool. Yeah, I that's ate right. So much chocolate. Yeah. It so was cold. Chocolate. It was really cold and wet, oh. but it was man. That was a fun night. I we played good and the crowd. It was just just the right size. To, so much dancing to too. have a good Yay. time. Oh, that was it was great. great. Are they going to do that again? Do you know, like I an annual? I think so. If it has, if you all think it has legs as, as the musicians' part, you know, I think it can grow. Of course, you never know about the weather. Yeah, that Halloween. was the tough part: rainy, wet, cold day. But people had a good time. But it could be a, a thing if Legs In, especially, doesn't do their Halloween party mm. regularly. We were kind of a replacement for that, almost. That's um, right. Yeah. And we want to use our year-round facility more, but in a way, Bliss Fest. I'm not a part of the day-to-day operations anymore but i am they kind of hire me to do special projects like that like oh we need booking for that or did you and jim i think just went down to the folk alliance yes. right yeah sean miller was in here talking mm-hmm. about that yeah and uh i think pete had mentioned that you guys had went. what was that like it's amazing it was my sixth year going but the first year really hosting a room like that um, oh, you guys hosted. A- we hosted two Michigan rooms. Sweet. Oh, you need to go. You you really do. There's the regional Folk Alliance, but Folk Alliance International really helps you get to obviously out of state, yeah, um, and out of this region if you want it, and even internationally. But I worked with Mark Lavingood on booking these cool. two rooms, so we had about eighty different acts, and I did all the scheduling for that. So wow. that was part of what. I was contracted to do was to represent Blissfest. Oh man, that's on that sick. Yeah. Realm and I, right, I just got back from that. Got sick while I was there, sadly. But it's how long were you there for? Um, the conference lasts four days. Okay, we were there for about six, and it's nonstop. Nine a.m. workshops and panels. And you're the one setting all this up. You and Mark. Yeah. And Mark is, and you guys probably performed as well. We uh, did. Yeah. Yep. Obviously. Yep. Yep. And those, yeah, the showcases we scheduled were like 10.30 at night to 3 in the morning. 
Oh, wow, so that really? Was, yeah, so those are the private showcases, which used to be called the guerrilla showcases. They started back when Folk Alliance would just do official showcases that from like 6 to 10, and then the musicians would go up to their hotel rooms, and they would be like, hey, come see me play, you know, tonight mm, at yeah. 2 a.m. And then they they kind of caught on to become the gorilla oh, cool. showcase. So it was just partying People afterwards. Partying afterwards and saying, hey, I didn't get an official showcase, but I'm going to invite this agent or that's you know crazy. this manager to come see me. And then they they now kind of curate it or they facilitate it. Has it lost any of the magic, do you think, since they've curated it? or? Um, only this year it lost a touch of magic because you used to be able to poster in all the hallways so this is a hotel that used that looks like a college dorm mm. you know after they plaster you know, all the walls with your own posters and they were a little bit more strict on the rules this year but otherwise um i wasn't around when there were guerrilla showcases but i think it lets groups like Blissfest and management companies to you know have a a schedule and then you can actually make a plan to go see someone you really wanted to see. The magic is still very much there because it's a tiny space. (laughs) Most Mm. of it is unplugged. We decided to do some small amplification, but the performance you get in that is different than on a big stage. And it's still some of the, some of the best performances you'll see. That's cool. Around, yeah. Were there any uh, notable Michigan names that were there that you can... Yeah, we had several. Um, May Earlywine was there for the first year. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. And the Sweetwater Warblers, which is her trio oh, yeah. with oh. Lindsay Liu and Rachel Davis. Yep. Joshua Davis was there. Um, Jen Siget from oh, yeah. down in Lansing. Um, Luke Winslow King. All the, all the like Michigan heavy hitting like folk people. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So we were able to host them as well as a lot of acts who've played Bliss Fest, which was cool because our room really felt like Bliss Fest. Yeah. And then. Yeah, that's cool. There were a couple of surprises. I, in booking it, you know, I got suggestions from other bands who were like, hey, my friend really wants a showcase. Can you do X, Y, Z? And we couldn't accommodate everybody, but. There were three folks that I put like a songwriters in the round who I never actually heard, but I just trusted the people that recommended them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was two o'clock in the morning, two to three a.m., and it turned into like a full room sing along. Those three people <laughs> were not related. I didn't know if their music would even work together, but they pulled it off that's, to really like play awesome. a song one after another that really felt like a flow. That's so that was cool. the highlight for me was this random in the round at two o'clock in the morning. Nice. Mm-hmm. When it comes to bliss and the bands um, that are picked, how does that process work? Yeah, it's um, mostly Jim is still in the lead for that. And I am his assistant more okay. or less. So he and I are kind of working in tandem at this point. Um, it's not an application based process. Just word of Fest, mouth. Kind word of, of mouth. Um, Jim goes to Folk Alliance to to get bands mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the time, and agents kind of send you, you know, their list of ten people that they're trying to, you know, get booked for that year, and you kind of go shopping sometimes, yeah, and it's nice. like, okay, shopping from this, <laughs> just feel like that. Like, yeah. let's go shopping today at this website. Yeah. And I then, actually emailed you guys, you and Jim. I don't know if you've read it or not. Probably not. And you don't have to, <laughs> but I, okay. So I never do this, but there's this band. 
out of California called Hello Forever. And they're like, well, they're so good. They're so good. And like, I just figured they were super famous and I like, I messaged them and I was like, I don't ever do this. I'm a huge fan of you guys. And I, I'm so sorry to bother. Like, I was like, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, but you guys are so <laughs> good. Boy. And, you know, where I'm from, we, we have this awesome festival that you guys would just be so great at. And they got back to me like, oh my gosh, it was a while later, but they're like, hey, we're so sorry. Like, we mm-hmm. missed this. That festival sounds great. And yeah, like how, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to email like Jim and Caroline right now. And <laughs> I did see that. I'm yeah. so sorry I didn't respond. No, 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 no. I, I didn't mean to bring it up like on the mic like that to make it seem like you're now not, they all know. I don't just re- keeping re- it real. Yeah, but I, I definitely was kind of like frantically fanboying and like, I got to try to get them into bliss. And I'm like, hold on. Like it, it takes them a while to respond. I'm like, it's a bunch of old hippies. So it'll take a while. <laughs> but they, in all fairness, they never, they never got back to me after that. So I'm just like kind of caught in the middle as looking like a fanboy dork. You're no, you good move. I think it's great. Okay. Good. They want to hear that. I think. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just want to know, I guess I want to know, are they playing this year? <laughs> maybe it depends i'll actually look into it like how do you You yeah like so what you would have to like you would say like i like this band so then what do you do you you contact them you contact their agents yeah so you mean like yeah logistically how does it happen you do if they have an agent yeah they definitely want you to go through them and then it it's back and sometimes it's two emails it's like great are they available that's the first question. Yeah. And then, like, say, are they, they available and what's a quote? So okay. I like to have them quote first. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Naturally. Um, sometimes that doesn't happen recently. Oh, I wish I could tell you <laughs> an artist I'm super stoked about that Jim let me email their agent to oh, say cool. if they could come back to Bliss Fest. Come back. Yes. Okay. In a solo way. Okay. Um, There's so many people that, that can uh, be. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, so I asked if he was available, and how oh, like he, could you send me a quote? He, it's like the game of guess who. Does I'm he have? Narrowing it down. Is he wearing glasses? He's not. Yes, <laughs> he is. Oh, is he? Okay, okay, okay. No, we're gonna play a game of oh, guess who. Okay. I know, but okay. What if it happens? Does he have white hair? No. Okay. Um, it's not a woman. Okay. Uh, no. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I emailed the agency. Asked if he was available and if they could send a quote. And they were like, a couple weeks go by and they get back to me. And they're like, yes, um, could you send an offer our way? But no quote. Mm. So we're like, what do you do? What do you do? So then I emailed again. And Jim was like, ask them for a writer to see, like, can we actually produce the show? Yeah. They do that. And so I asked for that and asked them for a quote. She comes back with the writer, but still no quote. Ah, they're playing hardball here. Okay. Volley serve. So what would you do? Oh, God. Just say, like, five. And then they'll be like, five what? And you just be like, five. Five. Five, <laughs> five of whatever you need. <laughs> right, so I would ask what currency. Do you work in oh. Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where this game gets tricky and where yeah. I'm still learning. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how to. Cause, yeah. Uh, have there been any crazy demands in those writers that you can share? Like what any like thing that you were like, they really need this or they need that? Todd Snyder was a little bit like, hmm. 
Yeah. We're not sure we can really accommodate all of your your needs. Yeah. <laughs> right was, now, but nothing anything, really crazy. Nothing crazy. No. Like they don't need like all black towels or <laughs> they something. They do. Some of them do that. Some of them do that. And some of them definitely want like super nice alcohol or mm. yeah. Oh yeah. Or really picky about the uh, the food writers. Like I, I advanced a lot of shows for Boyne when they were doing concerts at Boyne Mountain, mm-hmm. and like uh, Randy, Randy Travis's band. Uh, it was like, dude, I think that's the one who had the black towels that I got that from. That might have been. <laughs> I don't know, but they. I mean, like organic, like you know, juices that I wasn't familiar with, and that or that we couldn't get at the grain train. We'd have to yep. ship them in, yeah, and yep. it, you know, weird stuff like that. I love Randy Travis. Yeah. But uh, he was really nice too. Aww. That was before his stroke and before all of the alcohol issues and all of that. But yeah, he was a really I'm nice guy. I'm thinking of someone else. Never mind. Country, forever and ever. Yeah. Amen. You remember that song? I don't know. One no. of the best voices. Oh, I think killer baritone around. voice. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, but um, anyway, yeah, it's an interesting business, though, isn't it? It is. It is. And that negotiation part, you know, Blissfest. We're like, hey, we're a small rural festival. Would you mind if we don't? you know accommodate all of that but we actually do have a really rockin green room that nice. supplies a lot of that stuff but good food is that like the house or is that the yeah that's underneath the main stage oh okay yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I guess i haven't actually been under there and the uh the second stage has got a cool little hangout area like mm-hmm. backstage where mm-hmm. i think someone jim's office or someone's office is yeah yeah most of us work out of there I love that place. I what, love the way it smells. What's your? What, do you have? Do you have any like specific Bliss Fest experience that sticks out in your mind of of all the years of being there, of going and just being at the festival? I mean, like yeah, so many. I want to talk about yours from last year too. Ooh. But um, okay, <laughs> pointed at Will. Yeah, that's great. Did. Okay, um, perfect for the podcast. Yay! If you haven't shared it yet, um, like mm-hmm. there are so many moments of like this has been my favorite band. And I get to interact with them. And that happened my first year when I was an intern, actually. The Ducks were playing. And I had been following them since high school. The Ducks raw. Yeah. Yeah. Love them. And so I was working at StageGate that year and working with the artists from, like, my computer. And so they all had my phone number and I had theirs, which I thought was cool. Uh, And so I get a call from Leonard from the Ducks, the lead banjo player. And they had just landed in Detroit. They were four hours away from us and also four hours away from their set at Bliss. So they're like, what are we going to do? You know, like either cancel us, push us back or, you know, what's what's the plan here? They're like, but we can probably make it if we don't have to get our wristbands, if we can just blow right through the gate. And I was like, "Okay, meet me at the stage gate. (laughs) I'll be there in a golf cart and I'll like lead you lead you to the way. I'm an intern. I didn't have a golf cart or a walkie-talkie or any. I didn't have any tools, any of that. So I grabbed security to meet me at the stage gate to to meet the ducks. So I, they're driving. I'm there. And I'm like, okay, here we go. The dust is rolling. And we're like flying past second stage all the way to third stage. And I'm like, I'm about to meet the ducks. Yeah. yeah. So that they all pile out of the van and leonard piles out of course i recognize and i'm like hey you're here he's like i gotta piss <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing he says <laughs> and i'm like fair. um 
well, there's a line of portajons over there, and I meant like a whole row of them. And he thought I meant like a line of people. Oh, yeah. He's like, I don't have time to wait in line. But I'm like, okay, uh, there's a hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go there. And he's like, okay. So <laughs> Perfect. That, so that I'm kind of deflated. I'm like, okay, well, have a good set. So <laughs> fast, forward to, <laughs> fast forward to that night, and we're in the in the barn, and I'm trying to like do paperwork when I'm exhausted and brain dead and Leonard walks in and he's like hey are you the girl that I yelled at when I first Uh you know got onto the property I'm really sorry about that that's cool we've made up and we're we've been friends ever since really that's really really cool oh that's so cool that's beautiful man hey when you gotta go you gotta go though it's true. He it was a very stressful. It's a four-hour van ride after flying into Detroit, and yeah, from yeah, you know, Canada. Yeah, wow. yeah, oh, Winnipeg. He's like, I've been holding it this whole time. Like, geez, yeah, man. yeah. That's a tough grind, man. He means well. So last year, when <laughs> yeah. we had Martin Sexton, yeah, Ooh, that yeah. has been one of my all-time favorite musicians. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> really? Too. So yeah. I, I've been wanting to ask you whether or not. That was a random moment of inspiration. Oh You're like, I'm God. here and I'm playing along, or are you a fan? Okay, there was there was a whole process to that. I won't take too long. Yes, Pete? You know, you planned that. You told us before, after we I, did our yeah, set, I said I'm going to go up to stage. He and, said that the, yeah, the first moment I had seen him at Bliss when we all were together, he's like, Dude, I'm playing with Martin Sexton. I'm going to play with yeah, Martin Sexton. That was his plan. Oh, yep. my God. And uh, so, you know, like, uh, you know, in a metaphysical, spiritual sort of sense, yeah, I put, I put forth the intention and I'm like, you know, if, if I could do something that would make me feel like I had a really good bliss, like Eric actually introduced me to Martin Sexton and then I just went musically? off. Yeah, musically. And it just huge fan, absolutely huge fan. So basically I went through the weekend, did my thing, played saxophone everywhere with everybody I could, you know, get away with and... um Martin Sexton is Sunday, I believe he was mm-hmm. playing, and I found out he was doing a, a workshop at the third stage. So I was able to just kind of, by happenstance, run into him as he was like getting ready to load up to third stage because nobody was there. It was just him, and I'm like, "Yo, Martin Sexton, you're the shit." My band played here, and we like cover a couple of your songs, and I just want to let you know that, like, as you know, an appreciator, not like ridiculous or anything he's just so kind he's like Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's awesome that's great super cool but the important part was that he saw my face he saw a saxophone in my hands and he made the connection you know i had like a fancy jacket on too so exactly so like it was a personal connection that i could make and i'm like that's when the subconscious stuff okay i crept in i exist in his mind Mm -hmm. perfect so he went and he did his thing at third stage, and I was like, maybe maybe I could try to pull something here, but I'm like, no, he's talking about stuff, whatever. So he gets done with his workshop, and I was going to go try to talk to him again afterwards, just to kind of like, farther, like, I'm here, you know? But line of people trying to take pictures absolutely got swarmed. He was obviously annoyed, and then he ended up just leaving. Like, he, not even everyone even got a picture. So he goes, uh, you know, back to main stage, gets ready, and um, I'm like, just kind of planning. I'm like, I missed my opportunity after third stage. He's already going up for his set. What can I do now? And I'm brainstorming, and he's up, and he's going into his first song. And then someone points at me. They're like, dude, you got the saxophone. Go 
go play. We're trying to dance and we want you to play with them. I'm like, of course, that's what I do. Like, so I get in the front of the stage and I just start shredding for this group of people because, you know, I'm relatively familiar with the keys that he plays in. So I'm just shredding it. And I, I'm starting to get this like little cult around me of people that are just like, yeah, it sounds better with sax. And um, I think second or third song in, he throws, he just to say that he kind of noticed me, uh, he throws angelic saxophone playing in, into some of his lyrics and kind of looks over to the side. I'm like, ha, the connection has been made. So I'm like, my only job now is just to play how I do with all of these people and like just support this little wholesome environment going on. And then... And I'm like, I'm going to, in my own mind, I'm like, he's going to call me up there. It might take a couple more songs, but we'll see. It's just going to happen. That's just the way this is going to be. And then, you know, like uh, towards the end of his set, he points me out and says, you know, this guy's been playing up here all night. Like, let's get him out. Then obviously everyone's cheering. It's ridiculous. I actually had a, a broken toe in a cast that I was in. So I'm like hobbling, trying to run, get behind stage. And I'm getting like high fives from the staff. And they're going, you did it. You did it. And I get up. And, um, uh, you know, he, he announces me and everything and he just comes up to me and whispers. And there's actually a picture of this, of him whispering to me, like a really nice picture. It's on my Instagram and Facebook and stuff of me with Martin Sexton. And he just goes, just play in between the vocals and do your thing. It'll be good. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And That's then, what you do anyway, man. Literally. And, um, you know, because the, the way he plays his music, like he syncopates a lot of things and it's not always just like four 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 so like i I had to fall into the pocket for a minute but i kind of did and he'd kind of smile at me when i ran into his voice sometimes but Mm -hmm. i always run into it in a way where it didn't like take away from his performance Mm -hmm. and it was really cool and then when i got off the stage and i hobbled with my (laughs) broken foot cast i was on i just high fives high fives everyone was just like you did it you did it and I'm like, you I did, it. You did. Best bliss, hands down. Oh, it was so beautiful. I was yeah. in the audience on the on yeah. the lawn. Nice. And I and I heard you, and I'm like, oh, this is yeah, brilliant. So you, you know, were I in was, relative proximity. Right. Oh, that's that's awesome. That was so exciting. That was really cool. Everybody that was there that saw that said <clears throat> the same thing of like. They had felt like they had made it with you. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah. like, yes. we, like we did it. Like I saw it was a uh, Ruby Williams. And oh, she yeah. was like, I cried. She was the first on one to run up to like, me. Oh my God. I'm yeah. like, I was Dude. like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, so I had just left Bliss that Sunday with my, my family and I get a text with a with a really bad quality video because it had to be sent, you know, via the the yeah the, the sky the air, <laughs> and so it's just like blocks pixelated. But I hear Gypsy Woman with saxophone, and I'm like, I wasn't shut the up fuck on up. stage yet. I was like, shut yeah, and exactly, I yeah. couldn't tell, and I and it, it was Brooke, so I was yeah. like, no, I was like, what's happening? Is Will playing with Martin Sexton right now? And she didn't answer me, and I'm like freaking the fuck out and i'm like he did it i'm like shut the fuck up he did it he did it oh my god and then i get another video and it's diner and you're playing along to diner and i'm like and that one i could tell you were on stage and i'm like i'm like i lost my bandmate i lost my bandmate but this is also the coolest thing ever and i can't believe he fucking pulled it off dude and dude, that 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 was so. I wasn't even there, and it was magical. That is like, so good. It's just funny because I told everyone I would, and like you know, it was a big bluff that I was just really, really riding on, and you know, it worked out. I'll take it. 
I'm happy. <laughs> it did. And I'm sad you weren't there to see it. That was a bummer, but I I mean, yeah, I, I, mean I felt I like it I made too. it. I felt like I yeah. made it. No, I, my daughter was performing at City Park that night with her band. What? And so I left right after our set, basically. Oh. And uh, was that my birthday? It was the day before my birthday. No, it was Sunday. Or the no. day that the day that uh, oh yeah that's when. it was your birthday oh it was my birthday for your birthday, birthday he got to play with Martin Sexton for yeah. your birthday thanks for the present <laughs> yeah of course that was awesome I live to serve William love everybody <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted really well sweet I'm glad I was able to like, I really wish I could have saw it he forwarded me the uh, the the pixelated video and was I was horrible. like no way <laughs> was a horrible video I missed it ah I just think it's really cool because obviously that made me really happy but like the fact that it made you guys happy too is like oh wow that's really cool like so we we really all did kind of do it together that was a northern Michigan win that was yeah it was like that was that was team us okay so good shit guys that's the stuff people dream about (laughs) yeah really being called up randomly yeah. uh, not so random though on stage yeah, yeah. With yeah. It, that's beautiful and not to take away from this but part of me thinks at the same time as i'm thinking about it as a performer you know what i mean yeah think about it as a performer who was like just mobbed by a bunch of people at the third stage and was like i mean i'm like i gotta use the bathroom and fuck now this guy is playing saxophone over my entire set yeah just get him up like get him up on the stage so i can you know like part of me thinks like i wonder like is that what he was going through or like yeah kid just like just go ahead and play in between my words don't mess you know like well i talked to him afterwards i did get to talk to him afterwards too and uh because i ran up and he had this big old smile on his face and he's like you know he put his hand up he's like that's pretty sweet wasn't it (laughs) and i was like it was and he's like yeah he knew he knew how important exactly and like that you know is the reason why he did it he's like you know it'd probably be pretty cool for him and for Fuck everyone yeah. and he, well and everybody was loving it yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like exactly well i'm not a terrible saxophonist like obviously is you know on the fly but like you're not the worst sax player in in boyne city i'm not i'm not <laughs> the worst you know i'll take that in boyne city that's a true well, that's, that's our that's yeah. our bo- band mo- uh, uh, motto is we're yeah. not the worst band in boyne city <laughs> You know. Not the worst. <laughs> That's what we've said for years now. Exactly. So speaking of bands, yeah. Caroline, you got a lot going on. You, you're doing yeah. your, you're doing the solo thing, and uh, did you bring a CD? I have run out. You're not allowed in my house anymore. She's sold out because no, she's no, no, rocking. No, no. I have been begging my her for one. My bandmate has them held hostage oh. in Traverse City. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Ah! And who is your bandmate? Um, Kurt Westy. Kurt Westy. As I just say something mean about him. No, it's not that mean. <laughs> no. um, the North Carolines are temporarily, we're not on hiatus, just probably until the summer. Yeah. Um, but I do, I am proud of that EP, and I do need to get it to you, Pete. I yes, feel you do. so bad. It's been a year, I think, since it's been It has? It's been it's almost mm-hmm. a year, yeah. 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 Um, do you also play with... Um, Mark. Mark and... Uh, and Jen. And uh, Jake Waite. Jake Waite. I was going to say yeah. Jack Waite, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Jake Waite. Yeah, Jake is great. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Jake band, is great. Uh, Hand in the Hopper is our side project with Keith Hammond on bass and Nick Rasnowski on drums. Cool. That's fun. It's We're not playing out as regularly as we'd like. They're, they're all doing a thing with me, actually, starting 
in February this week. Ooh, I'm doing okay. a weekly residency at High Five Spirits. Oh, cool. oh nice. Yeah. I'm nice. going to come to that. You what should. day is yeah. that? Uh, on Wednesdays, just for the month of February. Sweet. Cozy Sweet. as folk is what I'm calling <laughs> ah, Cozy as folk. Nice. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's, that's great. So what time? Uh, eight o'clock. Okay, cool. To 10. And then every week I'm highlighting groups that I've collaborated with. So this week is the Lonely Lovers. Um, the next week will be Hand in the Hopper. And then Stephanie Cope and Holly, Holly Keller. Oh, cool. We did a little thing called Tea for Three. Tea for Three. We had a one-off performance, but I like singing harmony. And Holly's yeah. voice Holly's is just great. incredible. Yeah, oh, Stephanie's so incredible, too. And Stephanie can play any instrument. Anything. And she sings as well. Yeah. So we're going to get a practice together for that. And then cool. I'm playing with um, Two Track Mind for oh, the last Dane week. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Mark. Thank Mark you. Mark Marino on yep. mandolin, Dane on vocals and guitar. And yep. We both just really like Americana yeah. music. And so Absolutely. We'll, we'll get together and, you know, pass songs back and forth. And you've done stuff with uh, Sean Miller too, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we'd like to do some more together. That was a fun couple of collaborations we did at um red sky stage yeah oh just recently it was a good Mm -hmm. video yeah last week i've seen that yeah thanks we did uh in tall buildings by john hartford and some gregory allen that's what it was yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. john talks about that yeah yeah i like that guy Mm -hmm. so yeah so we should do something together. We so should. How about absolutely. a Martin Sexton song? Yeah. Hey, why don't we do it tonight? We could <laughs> sure. totally do it. All I have is my she's, flute. But like, she's getting over a bug right now. But you did offer. I did say I'm like, well, maybe we could do something together. We could play Gypsy Woman. Me. Oh, I love that song. Black Sheep is one of my favorite Ooh, albums. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And that song. Yeah. That well, yeah. That song is. Great. That's what I thought you meant. I yeah. got plenty of instruments down here. Hey, well, why we'll, not? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Even we'll, if it's you know, yeah. recorded just in case it's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Okay. No. Seriously. And we just won't edit this part out, and like it'll right. just end. And, we'll, and I have a T-shirt that says "Always press the record button." Nice. Yes. And I. But always. you never do in the beginning. I'm always like, hit record, hit record. And he's like, wait, I gotta get these <laughs> levels. And I'm like, set up, man. I'm like, hit record. We're losing it. No. Yeah. Oh, I you didn't guys are cute. Misspeak. I do have my saxophone. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think flute might be even cooler. Yeah. Send it to the sexton. Yes. Oh, absolutely. What other... I know we've already gone down this path, yeah. but what Martin Sexton songs do you do live? I don't think I know this. Okay, we play Gypsy Woman. That's like the main we, one. We only... I th- as a duo, we only yeah. do Gypsy Woman. But you know a couple more, don't At you? one point... I was trying to, you know, he's he's got such a range vocally. He does. That it's hard to, I hate oh. doing songs that, if it doesn't sound as good or better, don't do it. Yeah. yeah. And so Mark, uh, Gypsy Woman is, is kind of the one that we have made our own. Like, it has a different vibe, kind of more of like a, I don't know, like it's almost like a reggae vibe. Just because it's, either way. I yeah. have heard you do it, I lied. Oh, now yeah. that you said the reggae thing, yes. Yeah. And that's... Mm-hmm unintentional it just kind of <clears throat> that's just how i naturally play the song but well, when also, you're doing drums with your feet you know yeah uh candy was another one i had learned oh, at yeah. one point nice. uh, i try not to cry every time i hear that song and then uh glory bound yeah i wish i could do glory bound that's like i think you my should favorite. Get, i quit smoking yeah. though so maybe i should be able to pull it off now no gurgle 
No, no, no more trash in my back seat. Yeah. <laughs> the Mickey D's are Taco Bell. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. You got it. Me and oh, Holly God. and Stephanie could be your backing choir. Oh, Dude. this could be really fun. Nah, I'm just be so much fun. I'm getting mad hype, guys. I've, like, you know, <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard for me to sing with other people, though. Like, even though like other people will be doing the harmony, I will try to sing what they're singing. That's a thing. And it's so hard. And I, I don't have a natural ear for harmony. My mm-hmm. mom did. My mom could sing harmony over anything, over mm. a baby just like gooing and guying. Like she could harmonize with anything. And uh, I never got that though. I try so hard and I'm always like singing the weirdest harmony, like a third harmony. And it's like, eh, that sounds, Ooh. it's like got a weird, you know, I don't know. Fucking know Sometimes I need a chord. Even yeah. I can't, I have a hard time singing a cappella, even though I was joking that yeah. we should do it can't do it I, I need i'm like more relative i think in my yeah my pitch what was it here. actually who was oh yeah um sav from the accidentals i was talking with her one time because we were talking about like our, our musical specialties and we were like uh notifying that like kind of my thing is like just melodies like i'm really good at picking up melodies or creating them on the fly so just like catchy little things and she was saying that even though she takes the lead in a lot of like song roles but that her thing has always been harmony and like i remember going home and like singing in the shower after that night and like trying to sing harmony to something i'm like what the heck that's so difficult that's so weird i want to just match everything Mm -hmm. but like just a cool random story to interject with yeah they're great i remember the first time that i really was able to sing harmony because it yeah. was something that I'm like, I hear, I hear people doing it. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. And I asked someone, I'm like, how do you do it? And they're like, well, I started listening to recordings with good harmony mm-hmm. and mimicking what they do. Yeah. And then it was this uh, Josh Ritter album that for some reason I was able to like do it on my own without yeah. it being there. It was, I was on a road trip from like North Carolina to Ann Arbor actually with a friend from there in college. We were going to see him. Nice. at the ark and so it was on that trip that she was also singing it and i'm like oh here it is <laughs> perfect it Duo. was just a really fun <laughs> way to do it you just have to try it you guys um randomly what was it pete you broke out harmonies when we were playing it pete stuff. did i did i had no I don't part know of that. well like i'm sitting that there was all pete. and like you know i'm just doing my thing last dance with mary jane is what it was we, yeah we were, was that it that was it yeah yeah, I just like, hear something beautiful to my left. I'm like, there's more color to this <laughs> than usual. Why is that? And then Pete just like, oh, laying it down, man. Just vocal harmonies. Is that good. was cool because oh, I <laughs> I'm so used to singing that without anybody that I don't really focus on how I'm hitting the notes in that chorus or how I'm, you know, you know. So as soon as you did it, I was like, oh, I need to, you know, kind of match. Like I was able to at least pick up on like keeping it consistent you know with you and are you sure that is, it wasn't can she see i think it was both it was that one it was, for sure that yeah. was the one that i remember oh, i don't yeah. remember the other yeah well because i dropped out at a part because i'm like you know i will try to hit vocal harmonies with you like just on the horn sometimes right. for color but i'm like pete's holding it down so i'm a bassist today yeah. <laughs> i came from a family that we all sang and my dad daddy sang bass yeah you know and it was that kind of thing and so uh harmony was just you know uh a thing i i always had an ear for the harmony thing and i i understand if you don't have that ear for harmony though if i I think it has to be something that you're you you're inundated with when uh, as a younger musician Mm -hmm. you know to get the 
to hear those those three parts, you know, and it had nothing to do with formal training at all. It's just, yeah. you know, like, uh, I was just watching the Ken Burns country music thing, yeah, you know, so Emmy Lou Harris and like, you know, uh, Linda Ronstadt and those women. And they just, they all grew up singing that kind of, you know, har- harmonized stuff. And that's why they did it so well. You know? Yeah, a lot of people that grew up in church. Church, yeah, oh, that was me. My mom was yeah. a church organist and choir amen. director. Bless you know? up. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it, it was a really white church with a lot of stiff people uh, in Bless a very up. small town. So there Bless wasn't a up. whole lot of, you know. But uh, but the harmony thing, yeah, I just, I don't know. That's a natural for me. You guys just put something really interesting. and in, Because, like, I'm as we're talking with, like, awesome people and talented musicians, I'm learning more about, like, how I do what I do as a musician and um, Lee Dyer actually the first time I ever met him in a jam session at Meadow Fest was like really really complimenting me on my ability to just instantaneously throw harmony like with my sax on our horn lines and I was just kind of like trying to f- backtrack why where where did that come from when did I decide to do that I just remember being in band class and then even playing with the Sherpas as like a 15 year old like doing horn lines and just getting so bored of playing the same note especially when we're not all in tune and I'm like there has to be a resolution to this mm-hmm. and I just walk up and find the most beautiful note that was like complimentary to what the other band was and I just accidentally became obsessed with harmony so like you know, I, I'd say I'm I'm a pretty decent harmonizer. You do have a great ear for harmony as a as a saxophone man, so that's cool. It must be a lot harder to do on that instrument than just like yeah. Well, it's you know I my process is always getting the root of whatever the key is. Boom, got that, and then like I know enough music theory now to right. where it's like oh. Obviously, this is going to be a G sharp. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> so yeah. Good times, good times. So, what are what are some of your influences musically that maybe like uh, you know you want to share with everybody, or like some artists that you just love, love, love? Yeah. Well, Pete mentioned Emmylou Harris. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. How can you not love her? Yeah. Um, vocally, you know, it's different. You know, but in terms of the style of the songs that she chooses. Um, she calls herself a song minor. And so, you know, she just likes to find tunes that either have been recorded and do them differently or songs that you maybe you haven't heard from way back when that she brings up to yeah. light. Um, so in terms of like a production style, I really like her. I grew up listening to like Alison Krauss. Now That I Found You is an album that I heard in elementary school that I'm like, oh, I love I love that. I love the fiddle. I love, you know, you know, dobro. I love the style of acoustic guitar. I couldn't sing like her, (laughs) but I, I really just, my ear was really attracted to that. And Doc Watson, I'm from North Carolina. So I was around like some of that, that music as well. Um, I remember I loved Nickel Creek growing up. And so I went through it down. I went down a phase of like wanting to play bluegrass (laughs) music um but listening to gillian welch and david rawlings vocally she really helped me like grow some confidence because i started out singing a little bit more alto you know not choir like or not like musical theater so having a more folk style Mm -hmm. vocals um she yeah just blew my mind patty griffin is another artist that i 
really got into in high school. Um, it's funny, I'm kind of, you know, cling to those coming of age artists, you know, musically. So like for me, it was like that, that genre yeah. that I've really, I'm like, oh, there's no better music, <laughs> you of know, course. Than, of course. than that. No, there is, there's a lot to love, but. Are we going to throw in Desert Island albums? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Desert Island album. I don't know. Yeah. We, we debate five. Oh, five. We, we always start with five, That's but so we usually, much. I don't know, get three. Get three. How I remember. About three? Yeah. You, you did warn me about this. And I, I did. I've been like stressing out about it. Oh, no. Um, well, because. <laughs> Mine changed, though. At first, yeah. top three. Man, that's right. tough. It could be like for the moment. Right. Because it's not exactly like this is the best music ever it's like yeah. what do i want to listen to all the time and the idea is like on a desert island you're not going to have any power sources right i mean so how are you going to listen to this shit anyway <laughs> but if you had to pick head, right now what would it be but one or three whatever you want going to three yeah um well i guess i have to say i mean yeah gillian welch and david rawlings the time the revelator um i would that's like an everyday album almost for me um, there's uh well my other favorite album that I'd never get tired of is a uh, Neil Young live at Massey Hall 1971. Okay. It's hmm. the first time he played Old Man. Yep. The live. Vi- video from that is awesome too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think is there a clip of that thing on you of that specific song yes. on YouTube it's and that it's like the performance and it says like the first yeah the, I've yeah, seen the that. very that's first so time good. and he's alone you know yeah it's um, a great one it's so good um you know like journey through the past like the way he does some of the songs live I love live albums actually they're some of my favorite when I was thinking about this there's a different energy to them like, it is yeah Emmylou Harris has a live at the Ryman album that's one of my favorites mm. um because of that, you know, yeah. the things that they say, the banter, the sound of the band. It makes it so much more, like, you're almost like there as a spectator, like, whether you're in your car or your phone mm-hmm. somewhere. It's it's cool. <laughs> That's probably what the feeling is, because yeah. I love live performance in general. I mean, mm-hmm. I also appreciate a produced album as well. Um, Absolutely. But Live is magic, though. Live is magic, yeah. But there's some things you can't do there. That is true. Yeah. Um, I might say Martin Sexton, Black Sheep, now that we're talking about mm. it. Like, I'm in the mood for that. It would be a bad choice. I mean, you get some groove. You, you get do. some soul. I could, like, sing at the top of your lungs. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. All the important aspects of really jamming out to an album. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's, what's something that, what's a guilty pleasure like music for you or song. Ooh, we haven't asked that question before. Oh, like, like what? Uh, now that's that you, a good one. Now that you've said all the things that you've said about, you know, we all kind of have an idea of what your style is, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, but what's something that would throw everybody for a loop that you love or or that you you don't you kind of like and you just flirt with it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is a total surprise, but the first thing that comes to mind is Taylor Swift's most recent album. I what, like a lot. What is it called? The new Lover. One? Okay. Yeah. I've heard and that, things about it. That song, the song "Lover." Yeah, it's so good. Is I actually it? tried to learn it the other day, and it's hard. Really? <laughs> Vocally, yeah. She's a really great songwriter too, man. She is. She, I Those hate hooks. To say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't we going to cover a Taylor Swift? I love song, Taylor Eric? Swift. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. we're we're actually going to cover one. I want I want to do "Shake It Off." Yeah, "Shake It yeah. Off." It's <laughs> just such a just a great song. Man. Yeah. Yeah. God. 
It's so good. Okay, My daughter well, loves good. Taylor Swift yeah. too. That's she, a good right guilty pleasure one. It is. Let's go around. We've never done this this question before. What's your oh. guilty pleasure, Eric? Guilty pleasure. Something okay. that none of us. That something that okay. Make my jaw drop. That I would I would be embarrassed to tell like friends. I'm I'm gonna set it up that way because, um, you know we all hated emo music <laughs> back in 2006 and seven, but um, I I like Fall Out Boy. <laughs> Dude, see? Wow. I, okay. Nice. Okay, but listen. Yeah. Let me let Linda, me listen. Linda, listen. Linda, listen. No, 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 no. Listen. You're listen. not listening. <laughs> but uh great reference. <laughs> that album uh from Under the Cork Tree is the name of the album that has all the hits on it. Dance, dance and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's a great album. It really is. If you I mean, you gotta have an appreciation for just rock music because that's not really an emo album hmm. but you know everybody labeled that as an emo for band. sure yeah, that's what it's I not said. really emo but dude patrick stump the the lead singer he plays every instrument and does it phenomenally he didn't need oh. any of the, the other guys in the band that's for oh sure. no yeah his his solo album which i don't think did well after fallout boy split but like his solo album he played like almost everything on it he plays trumpet he plays drums he plays bass guitar piano phenomenal musician uh, Pete Wentz. I don't see, and it's funny that I'm going this deep into it because I've never Pete said Wentz. this out loud. Ashley Simpson's this is, husband. Yes, we all know. Okay, but whatever. <laughs> That's not the point. He's a he's a great lyricist. Ava's here. Ava's oh, my here. My dog got home. Love her. Um, so she'll Cutest probably be down ever. here for a little bit, barking at us. But it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna make this real brief. Uh, my my love for that one album. That's the like really the only album I like. And uh, and to tie that into the emo thing, I really like My Chemical Romance's uh, third album, the one that has like Helena and all that stuff on it. That's a guilty pleasure of mine that I don't always share, but it's okay. Anyway. That's what we're here for. Thank anyway. you for sharing. I thought you were going to say Dashboard Confessional. I did too. Really? <laughs> no. And was that Chris Caraba, right? Was oh, that, that is his name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did go to a Dashboard show once. Yeah, in high school, <laughs> they were really huge for a long time. Pete, you yeah. go. Uh, you know what? Um, uh, Chemical Brothers, Vegas, that album. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Production wise, I and that is one of those. If you're super stoned, just put on the headphones and you go to another planet, man. And it's and there's so much complexity in what they're doing with all the synths and the. The, the you know the the arpeggiated stuff and it morphs and it changes and it's really I'll have to listen to that I get some actually. really cool visual visual stuff uh, going on drugs. in my brain yeah from that record I used to be a drive home from the gig CD because yeah. mm-hmm. I could crank it and keep you awake on the ride home <laughs> keep me awake because I'm listening I'm hearing different stuff every time I listen to it yeah, yeah. and I love stuff like that nice. no matter what the genre so yeah but you will it's more of a song than a band um Ooh, do, do tell okay because like you know i've like now that we have internet access i didn't have internet access as a kid so you know it's like tapes and cds weirdly enough like i'm still young but like that's still my childhood but um so you know uh as we briefly mentioned on my version of the podcast my father being a cage fighter for some time he would have walkout songs that he would get oh, to yeah. choose and um one day I found his CD 
a list of walkout songs and there's just one that I've clung oh, to I know. I think I know. forever. It's a die motherfucker, yeah. die motherfucker, die by dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Oh my God. Yeah. And um, I, I can turn on that song anytime, anywhere and just feel like I'm living my best can life. You, can you give an example of what that song sounds like for the listeners that might not know it? Oh, I don't need your forgiveness. <laughs> you know, fucking, it's it's intense. Whatever. That was beautiful. Well, okay. Random side story. I was in marching band with Dominic Frechette, okay? And um, so, <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> look at you laughing. Um, and we would, uh, we would just be sitting and like we we're not doing one of our you know silly little band songs and we're just trying to kill the time and our our inside joke with each other is we would just start like vocally like humming or just like going da not 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 and then we'd we'd do a duet of the song together and just start going die motherfucker die motherfucker die and just like rocking out and like anytime anywhere if one of us started the intro guitar line we'd look at each other doesn't matter if it's in classroom lunchroom out in public oh you can really fuck with your friend in that case oh then. no seriously the worst possible moment yeah <laughs> like dude doesn't do matter this. <laughs> and we would just break out into that song so that among other things like every now and then dude like you get me some heavy music and it'll put me in a mood so <laughs> for, killing. <laughs> for killing for <laughs> killing for murder <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um that's uh that's my guilty pre- pleasure yeah <laughs> you're definitely guilty man Murder. damn right i am <laughs> i think we all have more than one though too we you do. know oh dude we gotta save some juice though i know? love i mean i i do love some hip-hop oh my oh, god oh yeah that's I, mean, but, me I mean but also like when i was younger though like back in i don't know like late 90s like if you were white in the area like you either liked hip-hop or you didn't yeah and it was like Outcast is what really changed oh, all yeah. of that. That mm-hmm. they kind of crossed boundaries so for everyone. So yep. <laughs> yeah, when that song came out, like you couldn't help but fucking love it. And yeah. you know, it's just it's different now. Like you know, hip hop and and that kind of culture is just like embedded. I think in it's, all of it's it. It's embedded in country now. Yeah. Oh, oh right. yeah. No shit. Well, yeah. It's, it's, old Town it's Road. Pervasive. <laughs> oh yeah. Old Town Road. Oh my. Yeah. That's. I've been getting requests from that. Usually little kids. Yeah. Yes. It's the kids little love ones. That song. They love, they love that song. Oh my god. They yeah. do. My daughter. At the school, I get a lot of people like, "Can you do Old Town Road?" I'm like, "Just to spite you, I'm never no, <laughs> no. Go do your homework. <laughs> Go do your homework. That's where Mr. Love cracks the whip at school. Yeah. No, no Old Town Road. I've, I've I've played Careless Whisper. I've done all that stuff like on saxophone, but like with a beatbox flute because you know I can I can pop a hip hop beat on flute. You know, hell yeah. And then uh, Old Town Road, man. <clears throat> yeah, no. It's like the new wagon wheel. Yeah. It, uh, it, like, it is. That's that's a great analogy. That that's is. great. You heard it here uh, first on Rep Your Set. That what, what, What's the dude's name? Is it Lil, Na, Lil Nas? Lil Nas. Yeah. Lil, Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Getting my little love now. <laughs> what's good? That song Bless is, up. is the new wagon wheel for oh. sure. Speaking or of. The, the new Freebird. Yeah. It could be. Nice. Yeah. 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 Speaking Same of songs, right? should we? Has it been almost an hour? I think? It has. Is it, we're yeah. Okay. We're and I know that shot. you you have a, th- a thing to do tonight. Some yeah. rehearsing. Um, I want to hear yes, you guys does. play. 
That should be. You should do that should at we, least. Wait, should, we, should we just play for you right now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to jam on that new groove? <clears throat> I got my flute. Oh shit! I don't know, man. You know, it's that's, not ready for consumption that's, yet. That's too new. I do want to. You should do Gypsy Woman to circle it all back, you know, and I'll dance and no one will know. It should be okay. <laughs> Radio dancing. Right okay, well let's let's like pause it and we'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do. We'll okay, right back. Hell yeah. younger then the night she took me by surprise I should have known of all the trouble that I'd be in but then she hooked me with those eyes her drink was gin she said tonight was never gonna end her love weighs so heavy on my she was the living lover of a drummer I called my friend She were nothing but a gypsy in disguise Hey, gypsy woman, how'd you do that to me? Gypsy woman, stole my heart and then you set me free Gypsy woman How'd you learn to love like that? Gypsy woman, come on back Spending my wages on roses and on wine We'd ride the days and we'd dance the night And all the things we would do In my OVW the city lights never seem so bright from the reservoir And all my friends, they would warn me They say she won't fickle queen You better get out while they're getting this good, my friend And besides, the old drummer man's looking And he's so big and bad and mean But what I didn't know then Is what I know so well she played me like a flute <laughs> Hey, gypsy woman How'd you do that to me? Gypsy woman Stole my heart and then you set me free Gypsy woman How'd you learn to lie like that? Gypsy woman Come on back So you tell me you're leaving me now After all the time we have been through Won't you? I'm your clown How am I ever gonna go home? 
Somebody tell me what am I gonna do, baby? Only long, baby. <laughs> and so it goes. I lost my pride and I lost my job and my saxophone player. The gypsy woman took everything that I called my own. It was a big surprise. The next time she come dancing, prancing through the town. I'm gonna recognize the gypsy. Gonna recognize the gypsy. Gonna recognize a gypsy in disguise And we'll love her too so much for getting caroline to, to sing with us but we did a, a rendition of of that song caroline is very sick and and has to go to uh, rehearsal tonight so we wanted to make sure that she has her voice for later exactly. and um do you have anything that you'd like to uh promote or plug in the near future yeah what what month are we talking let's say uh, like late february march well, late February, I'll still be at High Five on those Wednesdays. Late February, on the 22nd, is that late enough? There's a February Sunshine concert that I'm playing at Carnegie oh, hell yeah. Building with a few other musicians. There'll be some original music and some covers. I'm playing more of my own songs, Pete. Good! <laughs> yeah. Hell Good. Yeah. That's scary, but here we go. Uh, and then March, I need some gigs. And then I'll be in Mexico. Oh, Ooh, nice. I hope you have a good I'll time plug that. I'll plug vacation. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. That's Absolutely. good. We, we need more of that in the world, I think. Bless yeah. up. <laughs> well, thanks for coming and, and being a part of this show. Thanks, guys. And it was thanks. a real treat. And uh, I'm Eric Jakeway. Pete Keogh. Obviously, William Love. <laughs> Caroline Barlow. All right, guys, another edition of Rep Your Set. Make sure you rate and review the show uh, via iTunes. That helps us out a lot. And uh, we love you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>